0: Yes, I want, I'll go ahead and introduce her. Introducer, so, Hold right on. Now.
1: Drum roll, but we do have that. Okay. Okay. Yes. Coming live. And the second live. It's the one and only. AKA. <laughs> okay. Okay.
0: We're gonna get serious. Sorry, let's, okay. This is so serious. We are bringing on Miss Sabrina Williams. We go way, way, way back. She is such an amazing person, amazing sister, mother, friend she's uh i mean she do it all y'all this is is not a talent that this girl does not have mm, she's very talented very talented okay i've, I've been sorry, with this woman honey yes it's right right because i've been with this multi just talented is i don't know what yes. y'all look at y'all here. her yes because she does it she does it all So anyway, with no further ado, we're going to bring Miss Sabrina on. We're going to put her in the room. Here we go. We're going to add her in now. Okay. Hey girl. Hey. How you doing? Hey Hey, girl. Hey. So amazing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Sabrina. Thank thank you. you. We love to hear that. Android, I'm Android
2: Nation over here.
1: Thank you. Hello. So listen. I just want y'all to know that, you know, um, only 5% of Americans have an Android, so that's why they in debt now. Yeah. Who's in debt for a phone? I don't have a 12. Okay. Right. Um Clearly. <laughs> so let's whatever. get let's jump. Yeah. Let's jump so, um, well, Sabrina, so we're talking about grief and grieving today, and I'm uh-huh. sure, um, you've been on this earth just as long as me, um, probably. So you have experienced some type of loss, right? Uh-huh. So, what are some of the coping mechanisms that you use, um, in your process of grieving?
2: Um. Bracelets. Right, right. The first thing I think about when I think about grief, I think about that grief is natural. Anytime that you lose something, you have a natural reaction of grief. Mm -hmm. Um, For me this year, I can kind of speak on a personal level when it comes to grief. Um, Losing somebody, even though she was 95, but she played a major part in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, I just experienced burying two people this weekend. And so for me, um, You have to learn to accept grief. And everybody accepts grief in a different way. Right. Um, some people do it in alcohol. Some people do it in being anger, angry. Um, some people do it just on their way of just kind of removing themselves uh, from the situation. Mm-hmm. And when I think of grief, I think of myself, a personal experience. I always a personal experience. Uh, When I talk about this, so this is a real life issue because it's a mental health issue if you think about it. Right, right. right. Because it causes depression, it causes suicidal thoughts, it causes all these different things. Mm -hmm. Uh, For me, I tend to remove myself uh, from situations when it comes to grief. Uh, When I say cope with it, um, you have to find what's best for you when it comes to coping with things when it comes to grief. Mm -hmm. Uh, And... um, Sometimes the
0: ones that you think that's going to be there for you when it comes to grief are not the ones right. that are there for you when it comes to grief. It, it's usually the ones that's on the outside um, that's more supportive than the ones that are really, really close to you. Yeah. Do you think um, it's because, So uh-huh. let me ask, do you think it's because they are, is it the people, are they uh, grieving as well with you or... Um, or you just saying like in general? You understand what I'm saying? Um, I mean, like family members. In general, because you know, like when somebody passes, they be well, like, "Oh, sorry for your loss." Right. You
2: know, prayers for you and your family. Mm-hmm. But a person never really um, understands the reason why you're grieving because of you had a relationship with that person mm-hmm. that you're grieving of. And right. grief doesn't always have to be a loss of a loved one. Grief can be when it comes to losing a job. It can be mm-hmm. a bad relationship and divorce. It can be when people are retiring, they have grief. When um, people have miscarriages, they have grief. Yes. Grief is a natural response of when you lose something. So that means if I lose my sister and she was close to me, that means that I have a relationship or I built something that caused me to feel a natural way. If that makes it.
0: Yes, Right. It
1: does. Right. So, so, so they're like, well, They say that there are about five stages to grief. So the first being like disbelief, um, denial, anger, Uh bargaining, Uh depression, Uh and acceptance. So do you think that to find true healing that you have to experience all of those different stages?
2: I don't think that you do because everybody responds differently. You know what I um but my grief might not be the same that you right so your grief. um i do know that um grief causes you to go into a depression and sometimes when you go through that depression it's kind of hard for you to shake it off because it's not that you're grieving because of a lost one but you're grieving of how much that person or that thing meant to you and it feeling like that something has been snatched from you
1: Right All of a sudden
2: mm-hmm. and When I say all of a sudden, we We, we, um See that we're gonna live forever You know, if I have this child, that my child is gonna be healthy mm-hmm. When I'm going to retirement, you know, I'm gonna be feeling this way Or I feel like I'm gonna be married to this person for a long mm-hmm. period of time But we have expectations of ourselves, and you know, of our lives Right, and so when we have expectations, this is what we want to happen, this is what we feel that it's going to help. But when it's snatched from us, it's like, What do I do? Right, right. it's almost like doing a disbelief, like, it, Right, it's just really just happening, right? You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So, um, for me, everybody reads differently, and everybody don't read those five.
1: Those, they don't, those they don't go through those right. five. So, yeah. Well, do you think like, so like, let's look at Kanye West, right? So a lot yeah. of people say like he's erratic, um, but he lost his mom, right? And I know his mom's been gone, but sometimes the grieving process doesn't take a week or two weeks. So, mm-hmm. Sometimes when it's that, like that type of bond that you have with a person, you'll probably grieve them for the rest of your life.
0: Mm -hmm. right
1: so when when people say oh well he's acting out i'm like he's hurting he lost his mom right you know like Mm -hmm. that was his best friend that was the person that kept him grounded so now he's going through his days not knowing how he's going to be from day to day right so Mm -hmm. like i can't pass judgment on him because like just because he don't grieve the way others do they don't see his actions as truly grieving like well his mom right. died years ago I'm like what does that mean right like I know if something was to happen to my parents I I don't know I don't know if I'm that strong of a person right right uh-huh. because like I talk to these people every day you know uh-huh. like uh-huh. what I'm going to do
0: yeah
1: you know what I'm saying so
2: what you lose a mother. It's a difference when you have a mother that is there for you through good times and bad times, and when you have a mother, it's just using me for a social security
0: number. <laughs> right. Well, um, no. you
2: know, right. Yeah. When so you have a relationship in the body with the mother, because when you're a mother, mm-hmm. supposed to be mm-hmm. mother, when you have a child, you have a connection with your child. And when you birth that child, you say that I'm going to be here with you for good times and bad times because women are naturally nurturers. Right. right. So when I feel like I'm the only child by my mom, if I lose my mom,
1: uh-huh.
2: I'm going to be crazy.
1: That's uh, because
2: um, my mother and I have a good bonding relationship. I might not have been the perfect child, but she understands me with no judgment. Right. And Kanye might feel like, hey, that was my mom. She understood me. Yeah. Right. we done been through some hard times. Right. You know what I'm saying? But, and I know that she provided for me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even when she didn't have, she made that right all the time. And so, for me, if he's acting out that way, it's more of you don't understand. We done been through. Right, right, right. right. You know, so that's the heartache and pain. And my mother was crying, and she didn't want to see me cry, but maybe she was crying because she didn't have what $20 for the light bill, and the light bill was because
1: she made, it happen. Mm-hmm. She she made, it, made it. it happen. She made it happen.
2: Right. To make sure that I had what I needed, even if that means that she didn't have. Right. So for me, I don't um, try to judge people. Yeah, definitely. When it comes to the way that they breathe or the way that they act out, because you don't know their story. Right. right. You if don't. You don't know, know their story. There's no way you can say that you understand when completely you have not walked through their shoes and seen the things that they've seen and, and experienced the things that they experienced. Right. Exactly.
1: Because. Right. Because even like when you look at the mothers, like with um like Trayvon Martin or um, some of those other kids, and I just always come back to Trayvon because he really was murdered, right? He was hunted down like an animal. But to just keep reliving the same thing every day, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can't, even Emmett Till's mom. Mm -hmm. as brave as she was to show the world these pictures I got to open this up every Every time and this is my baby because parents ain't supposed to bury children is what we're told but society has it like well we want to see it we want to know what's going on but nobody is taking into consideration the healing process that these people have to go to go through and, and so they're just constantly bringing it up Right,
2: and everybody heals differently,
1: they you know, do,
2: and, he, and some people heal through education and letting people understand that this is real or this right. Situation: what I'm dealing with, like, yes, I have my smile today, but when I go behind closed doors, and that's my sometimes point, you ask the question, Why me? Right, you know that's I
1: mean, that, that is not. one of the stages
2: of
0: grief, and sometimes it's
2: for, the, for the better, for the greater, because sometimes with your strength is strengthening somebody. right somebody else because i was like they say black women are
1: strong we are strong but we do get weak yes because because we're not really that strong like we're strong because we have no other choice Mm -hmm. we're not strong because we want we we have we we just i just want to be strong we're strong because it's all it's it lays on us to be to be that right um yeah yeah, because we're nurturers right but, but then, um, like, I, I can remember, like, my mom was just talking, because my stepfather um, had passed, and we was having a regular conversation, it was just a normal conversation, and then she bust out in tears. I never had heard my mom cry, because I thought she was strong, but then not that made anymore. me realize she was human, because here I am thinking she's not human, but then just hearing her cry, for those 60 seconds, 65 seconds, cause it, it came and went, but it still was there. It was like an outburst, like an anguish, like mm-hmm. agony. Like I could just hear the hurt in her voice in her tears. And like, that made me sad because I'm just like, she really is hurt, right? Mm-hmm. But I wasn't expecting it, but then it's just like it dried up, right? Because she's like, I gotta get back to regular programming. Right, mm-hmm. and I like to tell people I, I I do my crying in the shower, so you know the tears can get mixed up with the water, <laughs> because mm-hmm. you know I want to mm-hmm. be so mm-hmm. strong. Some
2: uh, people think tears are a sign of weakness. It's hey, not a sign of weakness. release. It's a sign of like a reality check. Like, mm-hmm. it's yeah. Just, like this is a real emotion that I'm feeling because of I'm feeling this way because of X, Y, Z, and I
0: can't
2: tell. Right. Because once again, I go back. Your story is different from my story. Yep. Yeah. And who to tell? Who is for me to tell you that? Well, oh, you shouldn't feel that way. When I have not experienced everything that you have experienced when it comes to grief, or just feeling, because uh, grief is almost like a sign of abandonment. If you think about yeah. it. Yeah. that made six figures uh, my mother was always on and my parents were you know not married but you know what i'm saying financially they was there but the emotional heat when i needed them there i felt grief of a natural loss of somebody actually nurturing me mm-hmm. and being there to support me and so this is normal for everybody Yeah, yes yeah, it is Right. Because I need something from you, but you guys don't know that I need something from you because I never said that I need this from you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So therefore, you know, when I go through this grief process or um, abandonment process, now I'm feeling like, OK, man, what did I do? Who's here with me? Right. And there goes the depression. Right. There goes the suicidal thoughts. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? There goes the anxiety or whatever. So that's where your mental health issues come. Yeah. And get someone hereditary. But some of them are just uh,
1: trauma that mm-hmm. we experience. <laughs> no. Right. So, right. do so. Do you think in 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 healing yourself that you should be one honest about how you feel, like like instead of like, well, I'm not really hurt, but like, yeah, like if if I'm grieving the loss of a job, I don't want that job anyway. But I was fired That's for no just reason same face, you right in front of somebody you know, else but when you at home right you So you're saying you know. right. so why do we make it
0: uncomfortable or not a safe place for people to say, no, I was really affected by that. Well, I think what it really is too though like when that happens, just think about it if you're in a uh, if you lose your job or something like that, a lot of times you're embarrassed. You know what I'm saying you're embarrassed, but even in but the almost. loss of a relationship, I mean, if you're it hurt, if you're on hurt. what happened and how it happened, because you're going to grieve for a relationship as far as like a breakup, different than what you want to grieve for getting fired from a job or, uh, or someone that that was close to you, you know, passing. Mm-hmm. Those gonna be you probably gonna grieve three different ways because that relationship, you may be upset that it's over, but at the same token. You may be glad it is over because of certain things that may have been going on in that relationship. So you might actually have like a, 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 so, a period that, okay, where well you was upset or sad, but then it's like, okay, well I'm done. It's over. And it could that could be like in a couple of days. But then that person that has passed, it could take years. Right. You know, I'm um, a job. It could, take, it could take years in relationships too. No, no, I'm not saying, but I'm just saying like a lot of times when it's different when you have someone that you lost because the relationship went bad. They're still living. They're still, uh-huh. you know, they're still uh, somebody that you can reach out to if you need. Right. To. Um or you But it was, when somebody passing, it, that, that's that's that that's it.
1: Yeah.
0: You know that is it. And right. I agree, like with you when you smile with your mom, like even with my mom when my grandmother had passed, uh, my mom was there with her. She had moved to New York to take care of my grandmother, and so. um, I'd be honest and be like, "My you all right? But she was good, you know? And I was just like, hmm, you know, you wait in you know, you're waiting to be there sit, for her right Yeah, my grandmother, she passed uh, cervical cancer. Um, and so uh she was uh, going through chemo, she was going through mm. treatments and whatnot. Um and I just remember the last time I was there in New York I had one to visit. And um it was funny because I was in nursing school at the time. Yeah, I went to nursing school. Um <laughs> Definitely one of my passion. But um, and she was just my grandmother was really excited. It was like, okay, can you come do this? I was with the nurse, well, can you help the nurse do that? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like her last round. Mm-hmm. But then when I flew back home to Atlanta, um, and it's like, oh well, they want her to go through one more chemo treatment. And I'm like, why if she's in remission? why she got to go through another treatment and that treatment killed her right you know what i'm saying and so but my mom i think she was more so happy that my grandmother wasn't suffering anymore because she's seen what she went through so it was different with her grieving process because even though we didn't expect her to pass it still wasn't something that was sudden like if she was in a car accident or something Mm -hmm. you know um so my mom, I was just really looking at her, like you know, just really watching over her. She don't even know it, but she probably know it now because she may watch this either <laughs> hey, now mom. or later. But hey, Mama D, she, you know, she just was not reacting, mm-hmm. and I was trying to stick close to her to make sure, like, okay, she had her breakdown. I beat up to this day. I haven't, but I, but and she may have just had it and not said nothing because my mom is super secretive. Right. But still, though, um. Just seeing it, like me, I'm I'm gonna do it to myself. I'm I'm gonna have my own little thing for a hot minute. That's mm-hmm. just me, though. Yeah, I'm having for a hot minute, but then I'm I'm jumping into support mode for everybody yeah. else. Right, that's just me. But that's, that's, how, you, I, that's, that's how, how you. That's how I do. deal with grief, you know. And so people being big, like, well, yeah, all right, ain't
1: nothing wrong with her. No, I just yeah, I Except just do it.
0: No, yeah, that's
1: seven stages of grief. So maybe it's possible if your mom knew that your grandmother was sick that she started grieving her. Before, her, right? Okay. Because she probably prepared herself. Because sometimes, you know, we wish for the we wish for the best. Yeah. But we think the the worst is here, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, or maybe she just still hasn't dealt with it. Maybe, uh-huh. maybe not. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And then maybe five years later, yeah. it might just hit her like real. Then she, you know. But I mean. Um, Claudine says that you have to go through it all trying to short change the process is going to eventually catch catch you off guard at the wrong moment and you will not be prepared for it mm. um, so that's her experience um, in, in the grieving process and um, the seven stages that I think that you know we can say that people normally share When they are grieving, will be probably like y'all said, denial, Mm -hmm. right? Like I can't believe this happened, happened. especially when it's someone young, especially right, right, right. Right. Especially, but especially if it's someone young, like like well, we're not young anymore, but we still think we're young, you you know. Like, and then and then. (laughs) Because we still think we're young. We still, like, well, I can't believe, man. I, I could be next, you know? And like, wow. I
0: can, I can be honest, you, I'm still in denial about my niece. Yes, yeah, I mean, I yeah. am. Like, me and um Nita was just talking about it the other day. Her birthday was Sad. Saturday. And we went to dinner, we were just talking, and, you know, briefly, but she was like, I just can't believe this. And, you know, it's her mom. Yeah. And she was just like, I can't believe this. And I'm just like, I still can't believe it either, you yeah. know? But we didn't. Talk no further about it because she hasn't dealt. We all she she's been dealing, but and it's hard. I think that first stage, shock and denial, for some reason with me, um, it just seemed like it is continuous. Yeah, even though you may start feeling the pain, the guilt, whatever, the anger, um, depression, all that, it seems like you still have that shock, shock, like this. I I can't believe this. You know, like I I just can't believe this. Mm -hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. I, mean, but that's, I mean, when you think about it, that's just um, uh, a natural reaction. Yeah. That when something happens spontaneously, you are in denial of, I can't believe this is happening, or why is this happening to me? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then from there, you just pretty much going for being angry. You're angry at the old situation as far as you're trying to find people to blame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What happened. Right. Yeah. You know
1: Especially if it was like a doctor a situation where you died at a hospital all oh, them doctors don't know what they doing they didn't do it we gonna sue them right yeah you know yes yeah but bargaining is a part of it too though that's that you like
2: person
1: I do this exactly
2: yes I apologize I promise that I forgive them I promise like you go through this whole bargain thing of uh, this is what it is because of uh, maybe it has been a disconnection and sometimes it's not a disconnection but because you feel like then why did this happen? now I'm angry, now I'm hating if you just bring this person back I just promise that I resist mm-hmm. and then you go through this whole thing of depression now you're yeah. feeling depressed Yeah. The right. whole situation but- I'm still depressed because uh, now something has been snatched from me but I'm still in disbelief and don't want to Recognize that this mm-hmm. is real. Right. You know what I'm saying? This is some real life stuff. And, and when it's real, it's like, okay, then what did I do? Right. You know what I'm saying? What am I supposed to do? So I'm angry all over again. And, right. and what,
1: what, what you just said, like, you can grieve over stuff that, that was taken from you that you didn't even know. When I had my first miscarriage, I mm-hmm. was listless. The doctor's office sent me to a counselor because she said I was listless and lethargic. Yeah. And I'm like, it's raining. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking how I'm feeling is right. Cause I, I didn't even know I was pregnant. Right. Mm. But I didn't know, but I, I still went through like this, this process right. that I didn't even know that I was grieving. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm like, you sent me to this counselor because you thought I was depressed. And she was just like, well, you don't seem like your normal self. And I'm like, I am my normal self, though. You know, I'm telling myself that I'm normal. But, <laughs> but how can you mourn, grieve something that you didn't even know? And that's why I was was going back and forth with myself, like you didn't even know that. So why does that affect you? You know what I'm saying? Like, why are you affected by that? Like you didn't know. It was like you found mm-hmm. out this day. This day was it. It, it was just like, like like what's wrong with you? Really?
2: We right do know yeah out, still it brings a connection of uh, this was something that was a part
1: of me. right right
2: and and it can bring on uh what could have been
1: yeah it was
2: I, if, if it I was all of that. then maybe i would have or maybe i should have and maybe i could have right so for me like we go through this whole process and the most um difficult thing I think um, from all of it, you
1: talking about um, full experience, the hmm That's and the selfness, first thing.
2: It has happened and being able to have a peace, having a peace that come over, it's like, I'm okay.
1: Mm-hmm. You know
2: right. I'm okay, God. God, I'm okay.
1: Right. I'm
2: okay because you get real spiritual,
1: bad. don't you? You get <laughs> real
0: spiritual. <laughs> Listen. Yeah. I'm okay. yes. like, yo, you funny,
2: but you ain't funny no more. Right, you know? like, right. Right. Because I know that everything that you took me through and through this grief process, I was supposed to learn something. Right. And when you learn something, then you're able to appreciate it a little bit more. Yeah. And I pay certain things and certain
1: people for granted. Right. Mm-hmm. So then that that comes with the upward turn. Like that's part of the ending phases of grief, right? Now I'm on an upward turn, like I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be a I'm gonna walk in love. And then like how how long does that last? Like no, because people make you act out of character sometimes. But um, I mean, <laughs> they do. But you you're real positive. Like I'm I'm a, cause life too short. I'm gonna start loving on everybody, right? Cause that that's one of the phases that that you that people go through, and and most times when they're around our age or younger, that's the first thing they go to as a part of grieving because they go, oh man, life's too short. Yeah, I ain't even gonna worry about that stuff no more. I'm gonna be good to everybody, right? I mean, it lasts for, until the person is buried, in most cases, but sometimes people really do change. Mm-hmm. Because, because, true. Because, 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 because people think that your grieving is supposed to stop once you put the person in the ground, right? They really do think that. Because I've heard someone say, Oh, well, he died a week ago. I'm like, what's that mean? What's (laughs) that (laughs) mean? What's that mean? Because while you're going through the motions of planning the funeral or or really even trying to accept that there was an actual death that took place and what you're going to do next, Mm -hmm. like, you're busy. You're in the process. You're you're trying to get all the ins and outs, and, and you don't even have time. people know what to say oh no in, in, in the process right they that, don't know what to say because they've been taught to say sorry for your loss and or how you feel how you think i'm fucking feeling you right, know what i'm saying right. like that's one that's thing, real talk, though that is um, one thing don't ask me that right. you know what i'm saying don't ask me how i'm feeling because how would you feel you know what, right. what i'm saying and that's, I'm just being honest. And, and it's not that people are trying to be insensitive. Right. They actually
0: think they're helping. Right. They don't understand that just their presence is enough. They, they, to, they, 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 I mean, cause they don't know how to yes. just be quiet. They right. feel like they got to say something. Right. 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 I'll be honest. I was a person for a long time that avoided, like I would not go to, um, say if somebody was buried, um, well, somebody had died. Um, I would not go to like quote unquote the wake yeah. and the funeral. It's gonna be one or the other. Right. And normally I would go to the wake. I'm like, I can't take all of it. Like, no, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Um I because of the not knowing what to say, not know, the company that you in though, it's like, dang, you don't want to be too happy. Then you don't want to be sad. Then it's like, you don't want to be, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you don't want to make it worse. You don't want to make but, it like a mark. You don't want to, Sometimes, and if I be honest, I didn't really, I didn't experience, really experience death with someone really close to me until my grandmother had died. And so that was, I, I didn't, I was like, I could count on one hand. Like, I mean, people that. But did you just want normalcy after that though?
1: Right. Absolutely. Like, so, so like, I, I, I always lead with just, like, if they want to talk, let's talk. If mm-hmm. you just want to say it, let them let them leave, right? Yeah. Because really, I think when you're grieving, all you want is things to go back to normal. Mm-hmm. Right? And it ain't even just in death. Even in a breakup. I, you just want things to go back to normal. Because
2: oh, sometimes the things are there. Sometimes the things are there. Um, but you just don't recognize
1: them because uh, we are emotional people. Yeah, we are emotional yes. creatures. Emotional. We are very emotional. Men are emotional. Men they are more just emotional just than women. Them. They just handle it different. They don't even handle it different. They they you know? really they they show their emotions in other ways. Some of them you know? do cry, but but they break down too. Okay.
0: That because,
1: but but again we just got to look at this slavery stuff, right? Oh God, here we go. Yeah. We got to look at the fact that we as Black people, we can learn how to just be happy. So that's why we always smiling when we really hurt in the inside and can't express how we really feel because we were seeing people just get up and beaten and murdered left and right during slavery time. So we kind of built up this... um facade that we okay and we're really not okay we really broken in the inside and we don't know how to grieve these losses because the master gonna beat us it's kind of like when your mama whoop you and you are already crying and you say you keep crying i'm gonna whoop you again but i'm already crying you know what i'm saying like why are you gonna keep on whooping on me i'm already sad mm-hmm. right i mean it is the same thing it's just different context it's different context it's different context because It's it's, I'm crying. I'm grieving. I'm crying. But
0: if, if the man. You ain't grieving because you don't got your ass whooped. Yeah, you you are grieving. But you're (laughs) grieving. You're grieving. You're crying because it hurts.
1: I didn't I I, I didn't You. I'm grieving because one, I didn't disappointed you. I mean, it's a loss somewhere. (laughs) somewhere. Yeah, I didn't got in trouble for doing
0: something. You got caught.
1: No, but I got caught. I mean, you lost trust in me. Now I'm sad. I mean, I'm sad.
0: No, you probably experienced that after that, tell. but no, during too. Because <laughs> when you weren't <laughs> ain't, ain't get when you didn't get caught,
2: during t- were t- I was fine. Yeah. But still, it's the same. Okay, so what are you it about? Okay, and so we're talking about slavery. Did you go with that? Lord slavery? Jesus. Post, See, post, post, trauma go back, post trauma. Because in the black community, it's always whatever happened in my house, stay in my house. Mm-hmm. But we always tell the boys so fine, so
1: for yes. You know yes. That's affected by the things that we say is, yes. 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 And when little girls, oh, the boy hit her. Oh, he just hit you because he like you. All of those have created these issues that we have in our community. Because now the girl well, like think it's okay head. for you to get beat because the boy gonna hit you if he like you. The little boy don't cry and tell you his feelings because he was told he a punk if he tell you his feelings, if he cry. Mm-hmm. Little boys okay, don't cry. Let's
2: flip back, so
1: let's do a flip. Okay.
2: So, Keisha was raised differently, you was raised differently, mm-hmm. and I was raised differently. Who am I to judge to say, that
1: the way you was raised is not normal. with well, that's all that you've been exposed to. Nope, no one. No one can Stand say right. that. No, no one can that
2: say that. that. What's normal to me might
1: be abnormal to you. Right. You what I'm you, so but but we're looking at when we when we say normal from a society standpoint, what society deems as the norm is what we're supposed to say is normal. Right. I think it's normal to have a nose ring. I think it's normal to have a nose ring and tattoos. Somebody else might think that ladies should not have tattoos, but it's normal for me, right? Society said the stigma was no tattoos because that's that means the mark, mark of, the of the beast. beast. Cool. <laughs> cool, cool. Okay. So we okay. trying to change that. So, so that's why I'm saying we. We are not even 500 years outside of slavery, but we're still breaking the mindsets, breaking the chains. We're still breaking those, those stigmas because all we want to do is to be able to be ourselves and to be human beings and to be accepted for what we feel and what we think. And we're still being governed by what others think we should do. Like Kanye can't grieve for his mama publicly because now y'all want to put him on medication. Y'all want to put him on drugs because y'all think something wrong with him. We got a chemical. Yeah. He got a chemical imbalance because y'all keep introducing him to, to chemicals that's going into his brain, that he getting off of, that he getting back on and you're supposed to ease them onto the drug and then ease him off. But he going back and forth, back and forth. So yeah, that's a chemical imbalance that y'all create. Anybody ever tell
2: Kanye
1: that it's okay for you to grieve? I'm sure Kanye has probably had that no, conversation no, with someone. Is, it's okay.
2: You to grieve, it's okay to validate
1: your feelings. Mm-hmm. Validation is everything. I, I don't, I can say Charlemagne has mentioned mental health as far as grieving. Charlemagne does a really good job of introducing mental health to the black community on his platform, so big up to him. But black people still don't want to talk about mental health, or they don't want to. If I'm grieving, that makes me look weak. Why? Why? I don't
2: think that it makes you look weak. Because for me, this is how I see things. When you grow up in a culture, and this is all that you've been taught, and sometimes it's hard to break people in their mindsets to think of something else because we don't like change. Right. We do not like change. Anything that brings on change, we automatically freezes up
1: like I don't know, wanna do it. it. I don't wanna yeah. do nothing new. Yeah. I don't know how the
2: hell it is. I authorize this what right. for you to authorize who for me to validate that you shouldn't feel the way that you feel. You know what I'm saying? Because the way you feel is, is based on how you've been brought and how you've been raped. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So if you've been experienced all this domestic violence, if you've been experienced all this substance abuse, if you've been experienced of being raped and molested and all these things. You know what I'm saying? This is what you know until somebody actually takes the time to tell you. that you, you don't have to deal with this. Right. You know mm-hmm. that there's a better way for you to do this. You know that there have support groups for this. Right. You know that the reason why that you dream like this is because that you're covering up the issue that you feel to to deal with the reality of what's really hurting you. Right. Because uh, once again, I go
1: back. Whatever happened in my house stays in
2: my house. You know what I'm saying, and back then they didn't have a diagnosis for mental health. It's usually don't mess with that person because they crazy. Or they
1: leave them in the back room. So don't do that
2: because mm-hmm. you know they this right here. Yeah. Or don't say that because you know they, because they they didn't know how to understand it. And now that all these years have passed, it's hard to break generational hurts.
1: Mm-hmm. It, it, it is it it is hard, but we strong enough to do it.
0: Absolutely. We we yeah. don't want
1: we're we're the generation. That started doing, well, let's first blame the, the the hippie generation because they just didn't give a fuck about nothing, right? <laughs> so that was the people in the 60s, right? They was all free world, you know, we're wow. we going to live off the land. Then the people in the 70s, they was like, we're going to buck the system a little bit more because that's what they did. So each generation is bucking a little bit more to the point where this new generation of kids they don't care about anything, and I've heard countless. Listen, that, oh, I was I've heard that. countless people yeah. say, "Don't say, don't try to correct um, anybody under twenty-one because they might shoot." You. This is this is wow. came from a police officer, and I'm like, they need them the ones that need the correction. They need the hey, correction the most. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but guess what? These but guess what? These kids was raised up on TV. Because why? Because the dads was locked up and the moms were having to take over the role of the uh, head of household. And now the TV is raising them and the media because they trying to wipe us out anyway, by feeding us, because guess what? Just off topic. You don't see nothing about COVID on TV no more, but the numbers are still there, right? They don't tell you how many people dying no more because guess what? It's not an urgency there. Now they want everybody to go get vaccinated. So, but that's neither here nor there. So the TV, the media is, is is raising our kids and they done told these kids that these guns, you can shoot somebody then they can pop back up on TV on another show and still be alive. So they have no concept of death. And so now here we are, these people just dying. And then they're like, oh, well, that's for real. Death is for real. Jail yeah. is real. Now I'm in now. I'm in prison for murder.
0: This is real. I'm not getting that. Like, I ain't what got nobody to, to the, tell them? Pro, the scared straight program. Man, and that's, all uh, that type of stuff. Like what happened to that stuff? I took I but took, I know. I mean, shoot, in my opinion, you know, uh too many people have gotten uh involved in parenting. Um they took you know, the whoopings, they took the whoop you can't use the same too many do. outside people have gotten involved with parents and what you can do and what you cannot do and it's like nah I took my son you know. to the scared straight program
1: and he wasn't scared straight actually life, he, was he wasn't scared straight and actually <laughs> I, <they> felt, <laughs> I felt like it was a waste of time but so then even going to, getting into the military academy you they like they make it so hard. So it's just like, you you must don't really want to help. It. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, but again, I'm going to blame I'm going to take 25% of that because of who I chose to lay with. So, but the dad got to take 25% of it too. And then 50% of his son, you, you know right from wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what you should and shouldn't be doing. So you really don't have an excuse. But if you wanted to blame it on your parents, you could but at some point you have you're gonna to have to atone for your things yourself. But the scare straight program didn't work for us.
0: Mm, okay. It didn't work for us at all. But it's still there. I mean, I'm just asking because it's even. It's still I just never been here being younger. Like I just don't see a lot of the things and, and, that they had. I mean, even with the don't do drug programs, like yeah, <laughs> we used to see that stuff yeah. on TV. You don't see it yeah. anymore. Yeah, you because, know? because that even they, with the that's prom, ma- don't have sex. They, you know, the whole now they're making money.
1: All that's my, that's
0: my point though. Like, we're making everything so okay. It, everything is, is okay not.
1: because money, this this country is is generated off of money. It's oh, capitalism yeah. at its finest. But I'm going back to my son. Maybe my son was grieving that his dad wasn't there. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Maybe him acting out was I just wanted my own dad. I mean, that's what he said mm-hmm. to me. Right.
2: And, and you know, my son was okay. like, so he told me that I was, um, by all means, I'm very tough on my kids, <laughs> and I have okay. expectations for them, and he just say, like, I'm not playing radio. I'm very, yeah, if you want it, I'm going to give it to you real and, yes. and non-coded, you're going to get the realness from me. But I think that, um, since said that, that black women cannot raise men. I can't teach you how to be a man, exactly, but I can take but I can teach you how to be respectful in this world, mm-hmm. right? And how to do what you need to do, and as a man, you take care of your responsibility of you being accountable for your actions. Mm-hmm. So that means if you throw that rock, if that rock hit you back, that was your consequence, right? You <laughs> <that rock> <laughs> so, what you gonna do? You gonna barbecue, you gonna do mm-hmm. or you gonna man up. Yes, that's just the way I am. Right. Talking. Yeah. And so for him, he, his father wasn't there, and for him, he was like, well, he was, he would lash out at me because of his dad. Right. Mm-hmm. And as he got older, I had to really break it down to him and tell him, I never told your dad that he couldn't see you. I never put any kind of simulations on your dad can do, or you had. Both y'all had each other's numbers. Right. Both y'all was accountable of picking up that phone and, and calling you the, the, if he didn't call you, you should have called him. And then once he didn't respond, then you have your own interpretation of what your dad is. Right. I'm not going to badmouth him, but what you're not going to do is.
1: Be disrespectful to <laughs> you're me. You're
2: not going to make me feel guilty as a black woman, making sure that your needs and necessities are, are being met. Right.
1: But I can't right.
2: I can to be a man, but I can teach you how to be respectful. Right. In mm-hmm. Society and in these streets, and that's what black men don't realize. When you're the missing link from your child's life, they tend to blame others.
1: Yeah, but but but, but but that's a but that's a grieving process, right? Okay. It's it's a grieving process. That's ongoing, though. It is, but, but but now. It's but now
2: for years.
1: It, exactly, it's a process it is a it, i'm telling you and it is problem. On, on top of that though we have to,
0: we can't even leave out the girls
2: either though a, but, you
1: know? but but any child that's what with right any hand, child right any child right it's still going to be a loss of something so basically like grief ain't just a physical death grief is the loss like you said a loss of anything mm-hmm. job other parent that ain't there in anything
2: yeah right it can be male or female it, it, your child is going to feel a certain way mm-hmm. and they feel like this person's home is all together and they home, that means a two-parent right. um, home, but people fail to realize just because there's two people in the household doesn't make it
1: a home exactly, but, but you don't you don't get that Come aspect
2: on. you don't get that component
1: until you become an adult right because as a kid i thought my grandmother was mean right i thought my paternal grandmother was mean to my grandfather now my grandfather had a, a kid up the street that wasn't my grandmother's child so as, as an adult woman oh yeah that's why she was mean to you cuz i would have been mean to your ass too you know what i'm mean? saying but as a kid i'm not understanding why you so mean to my grandpa all he wanted was some cigarettes. You don't even want to go get him no cigarettes. I'm mad at my grandma. I'm like, you make me sick. You know what I'm saying? like, get my grandpa some cigarettes. You know, whole, time, whole time. Whole time. My grandma is a woman. I'm not a woman. I'm a little girl. My grandpa ain't did nothing wrong. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Same thing with my mom and my dad. It's, it, I'm a kid. So it's just basically that... Um, I'm sitting here thinking like, no, um, y'all wrong. But as a woman, I'm like, psh, I would have did, did the same thing. Now okay, get it? Yeah. Jasmine yeah. Sullivan you start me, to realize a lot
0: of things when you get older. And in hindsight, you look back you're Jas- like, oh yeah, I remember that person. Jasmine that Sullivan. Really that my uncle. See, so look. Oh, I remember that person. <laughs> you know, or oh, okay, that's really not you know. But yeah. but but then
1: that's still a grieving process that that that. That woman went through. Yeah, and that cheating is a process. Yeah. Cheating, yeah,
2: cheating. You, you. a natural reaction, and how you choose to handle our grief. There we go. On That's the key. Right. That's the key so right there. All the tools that you need in order for the coping skills. I can tell you the journal. I can tell you to listen to music. I can tell you the exercise. I can tell you all these things. But if you have not truly Accept it, right? Like what has happened, right? It's like we're going around in a circle, a circle, a circle, right. and back to square one. Right. So, grief like grievance is one of those things that, for me personally, there's no um no right way to tell me to tell you right. what you should and you should not do because mm-hmm. I don't know what your personal relationship situation was with that person. Right. right. The only thing that you can do is provide the person with the tools. And it's up to them to take those tools and try to make their self better as a person because when you lose something, regardless of a person, relationship, um, children, whatever, it takes something of you in right. question, who am I?
1: Right. It takes am time. What mm-hmm.
0: am i
2: supposed to be doing. Right. It's like what's next? And these are natural, so like, what am I supposed to do? and sometimes you have a hard time finding your way back through? And mm-hmm. I can say that because I've been there. Yeah. You right. see what I'm, saying? I'm trying to find my way. I'm trying to do this, and do that, and it's just not making me happy. Right. You see what I'm saying? So when you grieve, and once you accept it, you're able to find peace. Yeah. You're able to find happiness. You're able to instill those self-care skills, and most of all, you have to have people that's around you that's positive, mm-hmm. and that's going to help you during your grief process. Because if you telling me and calling me and telling me I shouldn't feel a certain way, I'm gonna hang up. Um, right, right. And I'm gonna tell you, don't fucking call me no man. Right. Because of you don't understand me, you're being more judgmental than right. you are being helpful. Right. See what I'm okay,
1: so, so for me, my- no, hold on. So, with that being said, now, sometimes people will.